You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So guys, I think it's about that time for a coronavirus vaccine update. So I'm sure you've been following the news, kind of just see what's going on with the coronavirus vaccine. I think hopes are high, but I think that, you know, there is a level of caution for me, and I'm a little bit more of a cautious person by nature. So I wanted to kind of just do kind of a quick little update. So, you know, we know that it's, you know, supposed to be between 90 and 94% effective. Pfizer and Moderna have the leading brands out right now. And AstraZeneca has one as well, um, that they just have now started to roll out a bit in the UK. And so, we're kind of at an interesting time. We really are, you know, unsure still on some things. As you know, the FDA isn't actually going to um, be starting the in-depth review of the vaccine until December 10th. So we'll kind of have to wait and see what they officially release and, you know, what they decide if they actually approve it or if they don't. Who knows? I kind of feel like it's like crickets right now from the FDA. Like I haven't seen seen them release too many statements. Um, you know, some pre-information would kind of be nice, but I feel like they're being a little bit quiet about it. And that kind of tends to make me wonder, maybe it won't be passed or maybe it will be passed with some restrictions. I know that for the start, they're going to be, you know, starting with people who are basically in the line of fire that are high risk, which is understandable. So anyway, there was two pieces that I wanted to share with you today. And, um, you know, of course they brushed this and I don't like rush things. Who likes anything that's rushed? Um, most viruses, most vaccines, excuse me, do take years to actually make. Um, so, and I understand that they have a lot of funding behind this, and this is a collaborative effort with a lot of different scientists from a lot of different um, companies and organizations and things like that. So, I, I get that part, and that part could be okay. The fact that it's rushed, I mean, we do need it rushed because the situation is quite dire, but. Again, anytime something is rushed, I feel like the quality sometimes might suffer a bit. So that is something that kind of has me sweating a little bit on what this is all about. So anyway, uh, one of the things that has always been something circulating in my mind was how long is this actually going to be effective for? COVID is definitely not similar to the flu in a lot of ways, but in my mind, and again, I'm not a scientist, but from the little bit I've read up and studied up on this stuff, it seems like a COVID vaccine would almost kind of work in the same way that you would have to get it done, um, you know, yearly um, and perhaps if this is true, um, based on, you know, some tests that have been done on the Moderna virus, uh, on the Moderna vaccine, I keep wanting to call it virus. We already got the virus. The virus is COVID-19, okay? Now I'm talking about the vaccine. Sorry about that. But um, so basically, the study was done on the Moderna vaccine, and it's saying that the antibodies will be effective for at least three months. Now, here's my thing from a logistics standpoint. So let's say that, you know, it's it works for three months, you get three months of immunity. Are we going to have the entire population of the United States 
you know, vaccinated in that three month period, logistic wise, I don't think that's actually going to happen. And then if you want to take it a step further, in my mind, it would have to mean, you know, everybody almost worldwide would have to get vaccinated at the same time, because you're still going to have people traveling on airplanes. And some people might be coming from a place that has not been vaccinated and coming in, even though we are having people getting vaccinated. So, you know, that is a very short window, even though it is 94% effective, if it only lasts for three months. Now, right now, the studies are showing that they know that it is, you know, effective for at least three months. It could be more than that. So let's hope that this vaccine is going to be, you know, um, at least effective for the year. And even if it is effective for the three months, maybe that'll give us some time to get the cases down and kind of regroup and get a plan together as to how they could go ahead and proceed with eradicating this, or at least getting it down to a level that's so low that the general populations will not be affected. So, and the New England Journal of Medicine, um, said that basically the invasion of human cells by SARS-CoV-2 declined slightly over time, but the level remained high in all participants three months after the booster vaccination. So we also know that, you know, you got to get the first shot and then you come back 28 days later for the rest of the shot. That's also like a logistics thing. What if some people don't come back, you know, or they don't come back on time? I don't know. You know, it's just, this is a large undertaking. So it says that the antibodies that the shot creates only last three months after administration to protect the coronavirus. It added that the antibodies decreased slightly over time, but also stayed three months after vaccination and all the participants. However, it claims that the situation is not a cause for concern. Okay, so, you know, Director Fauci and other professionals in infectious disease suggest that it is possible for our bodies to recall the infection and once subjected to the virus again to generate more antibodies. So, you know, basically like if you've gotten the shot and let's say maybe six months later, you're, you're introduced to it again, maybe your body would still have enough memory to remember, hey, this is that nasty COVID thing. Let me fight this and get it out, you know, based on you having the vaccination. So we'll see. Um, you know, and again, it says here, as per the report, a certain form of immune cell was also produced by Moderna's vaccine, which could aid in the memory response against COVID-19. To authenticate the argument, however, further studies are required, it said. I think a lot more studies are going to be required just because they haven't had that much time to actually see how long the antibodies are effective for, you know, how long the antibodies last. I think as times go on, as the months progress, we'll see, you know, have a better idea of how long the immunity actually lasts. So it says, meanwhile, Moderna has submitted to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for an emergency vaccine approval, and it will be reviewed on December 17th. So um, correction, I thought it was December 10th. It's actually December 17th when the Moderna vaccine will actually be start to be being reviewed um, by the FDA. So that's the one portion that has been, um, you know, interesting for me is I just want to know a little bit more information on how long this vaccine is actually going to be effective for. 
we'll just have to see. I hope I'm not sounding too much like, you know, a Debbie Downer or like not optimistic, but I am trying to have like a realistic approach as well. You know what I mean? So um, let me know what you think on that. Now, here's the other bit of information that really has my head kind of moving around a little bit is this other one from AstraZeneca. And before I was all team AstraZeneca, because I like some of the other science that they've done on totally different diseases and stuff that has nothing to do with the coronavirus that I was following some years ago. And I was like, oh, they're doing some really cool stuff. And then after doing some more research again on their particular vaccine, though, I don't really like what they put in theirs. Okay. So, you know, okay. So um, this one is from medicalexpress.com. And again, this is just a random.com. I do feel like this is, you know, a, a decent site to get some information from, but I've also been reading up on this on AstraZeneca's site directly and some of the, um, approval uh, websites for um, vaccines in the UK. This part right here is what gave me a little bit of pause with this vaccine. And I don't think I actually want this particular one based on what I'm about to tell you right now. So a modified chimpanzee cold virus. The Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine is another example of a new strategy being used to rapidly develop vaccines against the coronavirus that has already infected over 58 million people worldwide. A vaccine works as a primer to train the immune system against a pathogen, okay? Conventional vaccines are made by weakened viruses or by purifying their disease-causing protein, such as a spike protein, which decorates the surface of a coronavirus. But these methods can take decades to develop new vaccines. Convened by the University of Oxford and its Fintis company, Vactech, this vaccine uses different molecular tools to provide a preview of the SARS-CoV-2 virus to the human body. Instead of making weaker viruses or delivering mRNA that encodes the spike protein as Moderna and Pfizer did, the Oxford vaccine packs the DNA that codes for the spike protein in the shell of a genetically altered chimpanzee virus, okay? The original adenovirus causes common colds in chimpanzees chimpanzees, and it rarely, if ever, infects humans. The virus is further modified to ensure that the chimp virus cannot grow in people. The AstraZeneca's vaccine uses the modified virus as a vehicle to deliver the COVID-19 causing spike or S protein of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, okay? So uh, that's a little gross to me. Um, some further reading that I did on you know how they actually get the virus, this um, cold uh, virus from the chimps is they actually extract it from their poop. See, I can't even say that without tearing up my face. That's difficult for me. It's difficult, guys. I'm not feeling it. And I know I'm a layman. I'm not a scientist. And I get it. You know, and and to be fair, let me play on the on the the positive side or the 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 scientific side of this for a minute. There are a lot of um, vaccines that AstraZeneca has put out where they do actually use a modified cold virus from a. So I get it, and and I'm sure that it is 
you know, modified so well that you would never have to worry about anything weird or gross happening. But at the same time, it's still gross to me. And um, I don't actually like the idea. I am grossed out by that. I would rather have a vaccine that has been harvested from a human versus a chimp. And see, that's the thing. That's why it's cheaper because I think there's something about that process of making a vaccine, you know, from a human's virus that is more expensive than making it from a chimp's virus. Not feeling that one. So that's just what's going on with the AstraZeneca one. They also had some issues, um, you know, with getting their um, approval in the UK because there were some missing data um, that they didn't report. And then that information had to be added to the report and caused some delays and things like that. So that for me just kind of gave me an uneasy feeling a little bit. And again, I'm sure it's fine. You know, Oxford University is, you know, kind of one of the leaders on research, but they have done some, some shady stuff in some of the smaller countries with how they've vaccinated people, you know, with things and basically ran all these tests you know, and didn't actually tell, you know, the poor inhabitants there what was going on. So that's just something that, and again, I don't, look, I'm just someone on the internet. I have no money. Nobody sue me, please. I'm just saying from the tidbits that I've picked up, you know, over the years and everything. So, you know, that's just how I'm feeling about that. Just, just not, just not feeling it, guys. Not feeling the AstraZeneca one. And that was disappointing because, you know, as a brand, I really, have always kind of thought they were cool, but no, not with the chimp poop vaccine. That's what I'm calling theirs. I'm calling theirs the chimp poop COVID vaccine. And I just don't want it. So um, anyway, guys, I really hope that this information has given you, you know, some things to think about. As I stated, you know, this just about weighing the pros and the cons. You know, this one from AstraZeneca is probably going to be good because it doesn't require, you know, the very cold um, conditions for it to be effective and things like that, where the ones from Pfizer and Moderna do. But again, based on what I'm reading now, to me, the ones from Pfizer and Moderna seem to be, in my mind, you know, more developed and, um, uh, maybe a higher quality than the one that AstraZeneca is putting out. And for something like this, you know, I don't have to have a Louis Vuitton purse all the time, but with something with my health, I want the Louis Vuitton experience. I want the best, okay? So I'm gonna probably be on Team Pfizer and Moderna for this one. And if I go to the doctor and they have the one from AstraZeneca, I'm going to politely decline, okay? politely decline and find somebody who's, you know, putting out the stuff that I feel comfortable with. So that's it for today, guys. I hope that this information has been presented in a way just to give you some things to think about and hopefully not just, you know, too biased or, you know, not anything that is confusing or, um, you know, not founded on anything. I encourage you guys to read up on this stuff as well. I encourage you to visit the um, FDA's website and the actual um, vaccine 
websites, like go to AstraZeneca's website, go to the Pfizer website, go to the Moderna website, because they are publishing a lot of information. Again, it's their own private information, what they're choosing to share. But after December 17th, we'll have a lot more information from the FDA and those scientists, you know, come together from a lot of different places. And their whole goal is to make sure that vaccines are safe for the population and everything. So I definitely will feel a lot better about things once I have that information from the FDA. So, all right, guys, have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to How They Did It and Why, and we'll see you in the next episode.